0: Welcome to Cracked Glass, a Valkyrie podcast. I'm Alana. I'm Marnie. I'm Karen. And we didn't know what order we were going in. Oh, yeah, we did not (laughs) know ahead of time. Should I do it again?
1: No, I think it was great. It was was dramatic effect. Okay.
0: This week we are following up on our discussion of the the birth of the Valkyrie ensemble. Uh, Last week we talked about the first year, and now we will be talking about our first season. Who's like the off Which uh like, yeah.
1: which wasn't the same year. Mm. <laughs> we did no. technically have a season and it's just kind of blended, but you're right. But we did things. We can look back in 2020 and say, I might have been on the couch, but Valkyrie did stuff.
0: Yeah, no, Valkyrie <laughs> right? was super active in 2020. We really were, actually, just now that I think about it. Recap. Uh, we formed as an ensemble, had this very elaborate, detailed plan of how we were going to launch our first season. We launched in January of 2020, and then we all know what happens in uh, early March of 2020. Um, everything comes to a grinding halt. So really prime timing. Yeah, not the best time to launch an organization, but you know- It they felt right.
1: Hindsight. But I do have to say, and as we talk about our season, I think you will see, in a weird way, I do actually think Valkyrie Ensemble benefited from. I think so the situation, or at least we rose to the occasion, and I think where we ended up is in a better and stronger place than had we gone forward with our original live season. That's my opinion. I mean, That's I guess. We'll tell the story and our listeners can decide. Okay,
0: to give us us some credit, I think we would have gotten to a better, stronger point even if we did have a live season. Yes. But uh, (laughs) yeah, we did have to learn a lot and a lot of different skills. We were not expecting to have to learn right off the
2: bat. Karen has a point though, because I feel like if we did like our big banger shows that we had planned right off the bat, like, I don't know, they might not be as good or they might not have been as good as they will be now that we've like learned so much where we really like stumbled last year, but in like a good way, like it was graceful. Like we stuck the land.
1: Well, and just the fact that we have more time to fundraise for live productions now. Oof.
2: I remember just starting to talk about last year. Um, the the thing that hits me the most is we were supposed to do Magic Flute, which was our main big main stage our main main stage if you will and the just looking for a venue alone was this whole thing that me and emily could never have seen coming the numbers
1: the prices i was like dear god what so i don't know blessing in disguise but like we would have done it i think it was from the day we're recording a year ago yesterday marnie was um the last day we got together to work on dialogue for flute. No. (laughs) Yes. Last time I went out to eat at Italy. So I mean if you're gonna have a pre-exile meal. Oh, we did go to Italy. And we shared a pizza and like we're dipping things in the same things and it was like dipping things.
0: (sighs) Guys, I have a picture from I know this is off topic. Forgive me. Go off. I have a picture from you know almost exactly a year ago today. Um Oh my god. And it's me, and you know how early, in the early days, they had this news story about how, like, sales of Corona beer were plummeting because everybody was afraid of the word Corona? Yeah. So it's (laughs) me out to eat. Okay, it's March 6th, with a bottle of Corona being like, oh no! And just (laughs) the level of hubris in this photo (laughs) is insane. I'm just like, how
2: did I do that? Let me take us very far off topic um, just very quickly. So I look at my Snapchat memories every single day and yesterday or two days ago, I have a picture of me three years ago looking really upset, holding up a Pop-Tart. <laughs> like, what are you going through? What's wrong? Oh, memories. Mem- memories.
0: The- so in my like,
1: early Well, yeah, and then... The other thing that happened uh, a year ago this weekend was um, our victory party for Harry Potter trivia. If you remember, (gasps) um, fellow Valkyrie Maddie and I went to trivia uh, with our boyfriends and uh, one of his cousins, and we were the not-dead friends. We did get some oofs from the crowd when our team got announced (laughs) but it was it was exciting because we get there we're like oh harry potter trivia that'll be fun we get there like oh yeah the prize are tickets to chicago comic-con and a uh two hour open bar party for 20 people here and we're like are you kidding the stakes are this high and like we weren't in first for most of it we literally jumped to victory at the end oh my god but I do remember that I saw it on The my Ravenclaw's carried the team on our back. I was... really did.
2: I drank so many gin and tonics at that open bar.
0: I'm jealous. I had I had a show. I was in rehearsals. For <gasps> yeah, so I was like in the last show in Chicago.
2: <laughs> Who'd have thought? You no, know, that show was the last thing I did. That was that weekend where everything shut down and lyric basically was like don't come back to work on monday sorry about it and that saturday when lyric was still open on saturdays um that saturday i worked from home for like the second day in a row and then i went to your show
0: yep yep or maybe it was
2: that friday it might have been friday i don't remember um oh my god that was and where i was like should should we we be should we be
0: here
2: yeah i know should
0: we that... be here yeah oh
2: my god yeah but we did the row holy yeah. shit so i guess let's use that as a segue to talk about kind of like the beginning of coronavirus because we had our season planned out we were gonna mm-hmm. do a giant main stage production that we were about to start rehearsals for in the next like few weeks
1: yeah correct um We had already sent the score out to people, and everyone had signed contracts, and...
2: Yeah, we were doing it. We were, like, a real company.
1: I still have costumes that I ordered in my closet.
2: Same. Uh, do I? No, you have... I I have your pants. You do have my pants. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we were gonna do that. We were gonna do Dead Diva Society, which wasn't even, like, written yet, and, like, um, we were gonna do the Schumann Recital, and...
1: and, Nope. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Didn't happen. It well, it did. Now it just got rebranded yeah, as Birthday Girls. It. It so yes,
0: the Schumann concert did happen. That is that is. It cruel. did, and Dead yeah. Divas is is coming up in its new it
2: virtual form. Ooh, we'll talk about that later. That's yes. going to be an intense podcast because me and Karen are <sighs> hitting that project hard. Have you guys? Did you guys watch
0: Wandavision?
2: Yes. Oh, where they're so like sorry. the stages
0: of grief. Oh, well, uh, there's it's so relevant moments, now. It's like the stages Even of spoiled. Yeah. Um, and I, all I could think about was Dead Divas. I was like, I oh know That's
2: <laughs> wild. Oh, my God. Yeah, you Whoa. should watch it just for that. It's true. I know. I should watch it. I'm just not caught up on that universe.
1: To be honest, my mom hasn't seen a ton of stuff. She's seen like the Avengers movies past Iron Man 3, but she had missed a lot of stuff. They're pretty good at explaining most of those things. If you just watch, like, a what happened in the Marvel Universe YouTube video, then you're probably fine. That's fair. I do watch all of them.
0: Welcome to Cracked Glass, a Marvel Universe and Harry Potter trivia podcast.
2: (laughs) But, like, (laughs) yes.
0: sorry i took it there my bad
2: i'm down i'm listen i'm down you add star wars um <gasps> yes ooh, oh my god let's let's get continue to be off topic for like one more second so like my main nerd thing is star wars Karen and alana what are your main nerd things
1: okay right now it's definitely J.R.R. tolkien And I say Mm. that, and not just Lord of the Rings, because right now I'm really diving into the deep lore section of it. It's like, okay, I've read all of the, you know, the big ones we know. I've gotten through the Silmarillion twice now. Um, And now we're reading through, I got all of the audiobooks for this, so it's like whenever we're driving, or like we'll do this before bed. So it's just like total immersion of like some of like the kind of how the evolution of some of the bigger stories from you know the prehistory of before lord of the rings and it's fascinating because i'll just say one quick thing about it because otherwise i could go on is it's really funny because J.R. tolkien wrote the whole thing to begin with because he was a super big language nerd and he's like i want to write this language but language has to have mythology and history to go with it so i guess i'll just write that wrote all of this really deep lore first. The Hobbit only happened because he had this funny thought one day while grading papers at Oxford and a hole in the ground lived a Hobbit. And he starts telling the story, literally just making it up as he goes to his kids for their bedtime stories. And his son keeps saying, well, well, father, yesterday you said his cloak was blue with a gold tassel and today you say it's green with a silver tassel. And the story goes is that he just got up and muttered, her damn the boy and went to write it down. The Hobbit oh gets my written. God. The Hobbit gets written and you know, it gets some success. And he's like, great, so the Hobbit's out. I wrote everything I need to say about Hobbits. Can we publish this on Marillion? And the publisher like, yeah, but people want more Hobbits. So you should do that. And he's like, but I already said everything. And he basically came up with the compromise of Lord of the Rings because he started at the beginning. I was like, oh, hey, wait, remember those rings I was talking about with Sauron in the Second Age? That's his (laughs) ring. I just want more ends. Yeah, basically, the Lord of the Rings, like arguably the greatest fantasy trilogy of all time was a compromise for the author. (laughs) That's so,
2: hilarious. Alana, what's your main nerd thing?
0: I don't know. Um, I, I, I've got a lot. Uh, first of all, though, while well, we're on the subject of the audiobook versions of Lord of the Rings, can we just really quickly talk about Tom Bombardil's song, which is amazing. Um,
1: oh, Tom I think Bomberdell. I did get that far. Tom Bombardillo.
0: In, out, under, hill. Yeah, it's great. Anyways. My coat is blue
1: and my boots are yellow. Correct. Beautiful. I need more composers. <laughs> yeah. I need more composers to set this text. They
0: have they are set. I
1: know there are some, but I'm they're only to for top baritone top. and they're not my favorite.
0: Yeah, they're not well,
1: yes, well. Um
0: anyways. <laughs>
1: anyways. So um
0: Sorry. what what do I nerd out about? Um I mean, I've read Harry Potter. I've read the Lord of the Rings books. Um oh, yeah. I, I you know, I go deeper. I've read all the Dragonlance books. Ooh. Um some like old school. I've seen I just finished watching Clone Wars and uh,
2: Rebels uh, for Star Wars. at yeah, you the good part it. of Rebels. No, oh, I'm, I'm there. I hit it. I was going to text you, but I forgot. I hit end of season one. It's good now. I'm there.
0: Yeah, like middle of season two, then I, I, that's about where I got invested. So you're you're right about that.
1: I don't want to spoil anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's but watch. It's good. It's uh, so good. I yeah I have these I read Diana Wynne Jones novels, uh, two of them I read every year about. You're a nerd uh, of every color. Yeah, I really like invertebrate paleontology. Wow, um, oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, uh, my 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 nerdy interests expand far and wide, but I could never win like Harry Potter trivia. So I, I, it's like a breadth, not depth, for me.
2: Mm. I get that. I, I don't also think I could win Star Wars trivia.
1: No, me neither. Okay, Actually but not. that's like so hodgepodge. Like they throw out new things about Star Wars every two seconds. Like Yeah, and
2: there's like actors, legends, and like
1: what's canon, what's not yeah, canon, who yeah. said this in a staging rehearsal? I need them to do Jane Austen trivia nights because I would get like it's way massive. too passionate about it.
2: Yes. I love that
1: i also need someone to write an actually decent pride and prejudice opera because i must sing elizabeth bennett before i die and if i'm too Great. old i'll be lady catherine and just have fun
0: you feel very strongly about this that's awesome
1: great and we should go back to Valkyrie before we do oh I even suppose more about yeah. we're just gonna have to set a segment at the beginning of every podcast we're gonna set aside 10 minutes to nerd out about whatever that and then perfect. get back to business you know we can always cut but
2: you can't add you can't add honestly like this is such my painfully my vibe but now I'm so ready to talk about our painfully tragic beginning to last year where everything got cut down as soon as we launched. Yeah, I feel wrong. a little
0: bit like we're like all trying to avoid reliving that experience.
2: <laughs> oh no, are we? We? We'll
0: are we? Are we no, just deflecting?
2: right. Oh, oh no. Oh, now it's therapy. Okay. I do love therapy though.
1: <laughs> okay, so the first thing we tried to do, we're the like- iteration
2: okay, of Valkyrie. We're like, okay, we're all times.
1: home. We're not, we can't do anything in person, we should grow our digital presence. That was kind of the first thing we realized, well, we can still meet on Google Meets, we can, you know, still try and come up with content, Um, and the first thing we attempted to do was TikTok. (laughs) And uh,
2: Fair. I just think none of us
1: knew what TikTok was yet. Well, because we all still use the laugh-cry emoji. I mean it's oh, not listen, for us. that's
2: the hardest one for me to stop.
1: I know. I, I refuse. I'm not giving it up. I mean, that's I was already doing the middle part, so like we're good on there. That's fair.
0: I look like I stepped out of a 70s cult if I'm middle part. I, I just just not possible for me. It
2: kind of works for me, but it just makes me look um gayer than I already do. And I'm like, okay. I mean, it depends on the day, I think. But I'm down for the, like the wide leg like, jeans. I'm down. I'm here. But I must use the laugh cry of OG.
1: And then I realized it's like, oh, that dates me. But I'm like, wait, I can like actually legitimately say I'm an adult now. And there are so few things, Uh-oh. especially considering the last year and like I'm living at home with my parents right now before I go back to school. So it's like, if this makes me an adult. So then be it. So be it. I was trying to do Palpatine. It wasn't good. <laughs> I got it. No, I got it. No. Thank you.
2: <laughs> you
1: something, did. something, dark side. Dark side.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Um, yeah, we tried to do TikTok. So we did the like Lost Veronza challenge. Yeah, but we were kind of late.
1: We were kind of we late. We were late, late. <laughs> <laughs> We were like, that thing that's been going
2: around for like two weeks, we should do that.
1: Hmm. Well, and then we tried to do our own when no one had like any sort of following on the app i got TikTok to do it you really did uh and what was it hashtag hoya tohala, which i still it's love it's very on brand very on brand and a couple of us tried it i know anna has a hoya tohala challenge out there i had one where i taught my corgi rosie how to sing beep, beep, beep. but yeah by that time we were all like a couple weeks deep into quarantine and
2: Well, that was the thing. Shows were getting canceled and... I wanted to bring this up. Like, I felt so bad because I was like, yes, these are all good ideas, but I am negatively motivated to sing, let alone record anything, let alone be that, like, something comedic. Like, the only thing I ever thought about recording at the beginning of quarantine was Anna's song from Frozen 2, where she's like, when
1: it's clean. That everything will never be the same again. <laughs> like, Oof. That's, that's the only oh, thing no. I wanted to record last year, and I didn't even do that. So I'm just like... Ugh. You know, in hindsight, we should have just done a sad music concert. Yeah, well...
0: Uh, <laughs> I, that might have been too much.
1: <laughs> there's yeah. catharsis,
0: and then there's just being
1: cruel. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm. <laughs> and the cruelest one, sung by Karen... When somebody <laughs> loved me, everything was beautiful. I don't know. That was, was like that? the saddest moment of my childhood, besides Bambi.
0: Wait, what's that? From Toy Story Two. When oh. she
1: right. loved I do I do I did me. see that. I don't remember. It's her montage with her girl and she was like her she favorite toy, montage. and then she just gets left on the side of the road and it's oh, like a Sarah that's... McLaughlin ballad and Oh It was it's a big bummer. Love it. Saddest moments of my childhood. Bambi, when she loved me, and Land Before Time. (gasps) Oh, my God.
2: One of mine was The Beginning of Atlantis.
1: Ooh.
2: Oh, yeah, because the mom dies. The mom dies. It's a Disney movie. Isn't that a prerequisite? It is. I just, it was, I, it was my first, what? It was my first (laughs) time watching it, and it had just come out, and I was, like, ten, and I was sitting next to my parents on the couch watching it. I'm like, I was like, I don't want to think about you dying.
1: It's funny that things hit you differently sometimes. Like, I had I, watched it as a kid, and it's like that part was sad. I watched it again when it came onto Netflix the first time. I was homesick from high school, which that was the mistake. I shouldn't have watched it when I was sick because I get more oh, emotional. You're what so I'm vulnerable. sick, and I was a mess. I was like, what mom? <laughs> no! The other one that wrecked me, and it was weird because it was like the fifth time I had seen it, was Moana.
2: Oh, stop. Oh, yeah, I had seen play. it
1: before, several times, but for whatever reason, that time watching it literally every time the grandma came on screen, I was no. literally ugly crying. It wasn't even just like, <laughs> like literally snot.
0: I watched Coco for the first time at my friend's house. I was just going to say Coco. And my friend and his sister were just sitting on the couch, you know, watching it like normal people. And I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't be like the insane one here. So I was like, like trying so hard not to cry. Like the Um, sobs were like.
2: Funny story about Coco. I've only seen it once and I refuse to watch it again because it hurt me so badly. Um, I saw it in the movies with our friend Omar and um, we're sitting there and I'm just weeping and I turn toward him and he's also weeping. But then he thinks it's funny that we're both weeping and he feels awkward that we're all weeping. So he just starts laughing and I'm like, I'm going to kill you. like My heart is being literally ripped out of my chest. And like we were at a cheap movie theater.
1: So the floors were sticky. The chairs were weird. and I was like, I i can't be here there's a lot going on uh going back to alana walking in on a sad movie i still give my um college roommate crap i came home and she was watching eight below which is that movie about the dogs that you know they're down in antarctica in the storm and they can't get them out and like the guy's spending like a year trying to get back there to rescue his dogs and it's It's this pack of huskies trying to survive in antarctica and i mean Humans can die in shows and I'll be fine. But if a dog as much gets hurt. No. Mm. And I'm like gonna, I, I, It was like I walk in the door and start crying. And Andy's like. So when I got back from New Zealand, I brought her a little stuffed husky to always remind her of her guilt <laughs> of making me cry. But guys, we're deflecting again.
0: Yeah. Wait, I got Stop. a really funny story about the time I watched Rent the first time. Okay, Go. that's fair. Really, Go. really, really Go. quick so i was okay it came out in what like 2006 maybe 2005 2005? yeah so the Don't first ask. time I... I saw rent okay. no i mean the anniversary just happened so i should have known that um 2005 uh so i i had just had surgery i was like you know we were in sixth grade or i was i you guys weren't um and uh i had just had surgery and my, I got a bunch of, I went to the library like used to do, got a bunch of DVDs so that I could like watch stuff while I was recovering uh, and included in Rent, which I don't think was necessarily appropriate for no. my age, but I didn't know that. I just, you know, took a bunch off the shelves. It said musical. I was a little nerd. Yeah, um, so absolutely. I, as you did. I watched Rent the first time cool. and I was very high. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no. I was like 10 years old and high as a kite. Because I had just come off of surgery,
2: and they off of you know, medication.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was not like, any- "Were you a
2: troubled child?" And you're like, no. "And I was high," and I was like, of no. no,
0: I was. Uh, <laughs> I was on pain meds after surgery, and I was a ten year old, and so I was like in the clouds. So I watched Rent, and I thought it was a comedy. Like I know it's a little funny. I did not realize that it was sad for years and people would always be like rent is like so meaningful to me and i love it and it's so sad and i would be like no it's not and i was very overconfident so i assumed that they were wrong oh no for years
2: you you were really leaning into like the dry jewish anthony rap humor of the thing honestly and like angel being just kind of like Post- Act one's in fun. In person. Act one is fun.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I really could not tell you what I actually saw of that film the first time and what I thought happened. Um, but I do not think it was what actually happened. Uh,
2: when I saw it, I was like, I'm not straight. That was it. I was 12. <laughs> Maureen? <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, like, I I am Maureen. You Your know cow what I mean? jumped over the moon. My, super jumped over the moon. And <laughs> I'm trying to think of more quotes, but it, it left my body. Well, holy shit, guys. So we
1: tried to get on TikTok, and boy, it went super yeah. meh. <laughs> it went super meh. Uh, we tried our own hashtag, which we'll bring back eventually. That one, meh. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The hashtag. one thing that was fun, and Alana put this together, is we did a BuzzFeed quiz of which Valkyrie are you in quarantine? So, you could probably still find that if you're That's curious. Yeah, still out there. The uh, secret prize winner that you can get on that quiz is Rosie is technically our canine Valkyrie, and you can get her on the quiz if you answer correctly. So. Oh,
0: Bob. Yeah. If you're very food motivated, you're either going to get me or Rosie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I like that. I feel like Um, mine was crossing over with like Julia's sometimes just because it was both very much like spending time outside.
1: Plants. Yeah, writing
2: Writing those
0: uh, Buzzfeed quizzes are more work than one would expect, especially when there are eight possible answers.
2: I made one when I was 13 called, Are You
1: Prep or Punk? Yes, you did. (laughs) You're gonna need to send that. So okay. we can all get our results. That's important. I'll try to find that. Yeah, absolutely. I do wonder
2: sometimes. You know, I think I was wondering too, because I wore a lot of like pearl earrings, fake, fake pearl earrings from Claire's. And then I was like, ah, oh, but man, I love Hot Topic. I did wear a disturbing amount of
0: plaid when Hell that yeah. era. Yeah.
2: Hell yeah. It's a, uh, are you prep or punk or a lumberjack lesbian?
0: Those are the. Those are the, those are the only three options. Those are the I just three realized
1: genders. I was doing like the hand like weighing gesture, and this is audio, and no one can see that. So uh, we saw it though, and we appreciated it. I,
0: I know, know it was just gesture. for you. Thank so, you. anyways, what now? It's midsummer, twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, we're <what>? trying to. <laughs> do digital content
1: what was the next thing that happened so we actually really started <clears throat> to hit our stride when we got to summer uh because we did suffer death summer yes. yeah we're gonna actually have a jingle for season two um oh my god amazing it's been decided That's uh, awesome. what i was gonna say about that like transition time when we were figuring it out is what i'm really grateful that we had a team of seven because i mean us along with the whole rest of the world like you were saying marnie like we're having a hard time
2: Oh, my God. What's going
1: on? And
2: I cut out for such a long period of time. that I needed big breaks just for my mental health. I'm like, I'm taking a few weeks off. Bye, y'all. Like, I can't be here and do this because I don't know what to do. And none of us kind of know what to do. And I'm tired.
1: (laughs) And that's nice that we can support each other through all of that. Having a team to be able to lean on. Uh, And, I mean, to be honest, having our weekly meetings was a really big thing for me too. It's like, I wasn't leaving the apartment. I mean, I had one or two people with me at any given time, either uh, Alex or a roommate, Haley. So just being able to stay in contact with you guys and though I hadn't completely lost you guys and I can still get to see you every week. I mean, Valkyrie was a really big part of my mental health, just being able yeah. to see everyone.
0: Yeah, I agree. It was, yeah, it was nice.
2: And but like, Oh, sorry.
1: I was just going to say most of our meetings ended up being nerd talk anyways. And I was like, oh, yeah, Valkyrie. Shocking. I know. Well, because none of us knew what to do.
2: None of us knew what to do. So it was just kind of like, I guess we'll just sit here.
0: Do you ever think about like a year ago, like how few tech skills you had? I don't mean like you personally. I'm like me. I think about
2: that. Also me personally.
0: (laughs) Like I did not know what a DAW was one year ago. I did not know what zoom was one year ago oh i so... didn't know what zoom
2: was either the zoom was new oh my god yeah and everyone was like let's zoom like using it instead of skype and i was still saying skype and i was like is skype not
1: are we not Skype anymore well remember we were all doing the google meets thing for a while
2: we were, sure. we were and no one could find it on the calendar ever <laughs> yeah that was hard
0: <laughs>
1: it was it was rough and everyone's like i'm on my phone i don't know how to do this like,
0: to tell so you we've gotten it. better at tech
1: the great news we got in the spring though is that we were approved for our 501 c3 nonprofit status at the oh, federal man. level so we at were able to level. at the federal level <laughs> <laughs> uh so we were able to accept donations and give uh tax deductibles back for that um Taxes are a lot better. Uh, and it just adds. I mean, we all know from experience that just having that nonprofit status does a lot um in the realm that we work in, uh, just for credibility and also for applying for funding and all of that. So we officially existed. Well, we already existed. We existed oh, back right, in you're November. Right. You're true. We had to exist first, and now the federal government's like cool you're doing good work kids don't pay taxes we got you and we're like Whoops. we
0: acknowledge you you're like, hey, government
1: <laughs> um so our first big like event other than our launch party was suffragette summer right yeah uh that was really cool that was our first time experimenting with recording things and putting it together to go onto youtube as our performance platform and a huge project Yeah, well, I mean, for a huge occasion, it was the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment, giving women the right to vote in the United States and being in an election year and one that was, you know, such heightened focus and importance for so many people. Just being able to realize we've only had a right to use our voices for 100 years um, is a really crazy thing to think that it's like, oh, you think we've come so far? but it's not that long. And as we kind of expanded that project into what we wanted it to be, we're like, okay, so that rule got, that law got passed. How did this affect other people besides what, you know, the main leaders of the movement being wealthy white women? And it was really fascinating. I mean, I learned a ton from it. Uh, I think the other girls that were part of the project, we all learned a lot from it. Uh, We also had a lot of fun. we kind of were trying to do our own kind of like daily show trevor noah kind of thing so god bless maddie lowry for her good jokes <laughs> she so saved cute. us many a time uh and anna got the opportunity to start doing some video editing i was really excited when i i filmed in front of my brother's uh green screen and then when my video came on i had like this really cool like american flag background and. Uh, it's a really cool series. Um, I really recommend to our viewers to go back and watch those. They're, uh, oh, yeah. They range between 10-20 minutes. Uh, some really, really fascinating stuff, and not only just about the history of the movement, but um, the first country that gave women the right to vote in New Zealand, which I got to go to at the beginning of the year. That was another thing that got oh me through. I'm so jealous! Uh, that's another thing. You should be like a buzzer on this podcast. Anytime Karen says New Zealand, <laughs> New Zealand, <right. laughs> we'll have to do okay, a count at New the Zealand end.
0: New Zealand or hobbits, uh, or
1: and you'd say Hobbit one or the other. it the other's going to come up. Hobbit landscape in New Zealand. Sauron. I've been it. to Hobbiton. I ate at the Green Dragon and I yes, bought the One Ring. Did. <laughs> I was, was, well i didn't buy it in hobbiton i bought it at what a workshop but like it was actually like what an exact work, studio yeah. replica yeah it's it's my precious that, that is says, very cool my, is it <laughs> i mean that's very good um but yeah we talked well, about um <clears throat> lgbtq res- representation within the suffragette movement which more women famous women than you would expect fit in that category we talked about uh other groups in the history of voting rights in our country um that didn't end and is still continuing you know to this day but the biggest fact that blew my mind about that is when this country was founded at the time that the constitution was ratified only six percent of the country actually had the right to vote
0: yeah this country was never meant to be a a pure democracy which is why people Mm. are like but the founders it's like yeah well they (laughs) they would not have given a flying fart about you man so stop holding them up yeah we
1: all learned a lot we had a lot of fun with it it was our first foray it'll be interesting to see what we do with our next season uh this coming summer
2: now that you guys have like more time too and just kind of like i don't know
1: i'm excited oh yeah the process (laughs) it's
2: like I didn't get to be involved. Not that I was like, I was still so depressed, but I like when everything (laughs) was getting really intense for suffragette summer, I had to go in for surgery. I remember that. Like multiple surgeries. So it was coming out and like rolling out. And I was like, I can't stand. I've been
1: sleeping in a chair. The good (laughs) thing about. All the suffragette summer texts going through our group chat that we had was that when I accidentally sent the, hey, we're getting a gift care package for Marnie. What do you think, dude, you like this one or that one? And I realized, oh, shit, Marnie's part of this. (laughs) Uh, You didn't see it, it was still a surprise.
2: Oh, my God. That was the sweetest thing. I did not see it because I was so zonked out. Oh, geez. Oh my god, but that was so sweet. I still have like all the lavender products you
1: guys gave me.
2: It's beautiful. I've used a bath bomb. It's amazing. You still have Baby Yoda? Of course I do. Oh my god, where is he? <laughs> he looks I call him like Baby Danny DeVito because he kind of his he kind of looks like Danny DeVito. <laughs> he does. Oh <laughs> I think he's he about with a bunch of my other stuffed animals in like a little crevice next to my couch. But doesn't, um he's here. Danny
0: DeVito play Yoda in something
1: no <laughs>
2: really
0: just, I, I i just have this feeling like in um i don't know maybe if and it's always sunny does does he like dress up like yoda he's
1: the trash man
0: yeah maybe i'm confusing maybe that's what i'm thinking there's the what other
1: thing out. in the the third austin powers movie when they're doing like the movie adaptation of his life he plays mini me yes i don't know if that's what you're confusing with him and yoda Uh, yeah i don't know Never mind
0: my my mind just just superimposed his face on yoda and that was real for me at that point you know
1: it makes sense like i think that's all happened in our minds at some point that danny devito's been yoda
2: i mean i found a reddit post that was like can someone please put danny devito's head on baby yoda So, so
0: maybe, just, maybe I just saw a picture and somebody did it. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Forget it.
0: Ignore no, me. We're Please there. Move on.
2: <laughs> not on. never fear. We um, and then we kind of did, like, two – am I missing anything? We did, yeah, two – not cabaret, but kind of, like, pops concerts. hmm That's the best way I can describe them.
1: Yeah, and that was kind of um, – we figured like while we're here we might as well try and do some direct outreach um to some groups and alana was really great about coordinating those i think our first one we did like a broadway favorites concert yeah. do you want to talk about that one a little more alana oh, you were sure. the most involved in that
0: sure i mean that was that was we we worked in, uh, with um the center on halstead mm-hmm. yeah um, which is a this is um an lgbtq center Um, specifically a senior center. I I think they do other outreach too for younger people, but specifically their senior center and they have senior apartments. Um, So we did a little virtual Zoom concert with them um, that was mostly Broadway, uh, kind of a lot of Broadway. It was also our first virtual live concert if i remember correctly it was so we were we were definitely a learning um oh my god it, well it and let's just
1: think well. about how brave we were is we all performed live on zoom yes and like we were practicing our, like, our transitions in between and i mean and emily is uh, the zoom hero you know spotlighting oh, the seriously. right people and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's also oh where God. we got, uh, we got this iconic photo during rehearsal, I sang over the rainbow, and I tried using <laughs> a rainbow behind me, and it kind of blended with my face, and so you just, everyone else uh, in the rehearsal, I'm just singing the song and everyone else sees like this like half-deformed rainbow Karen. It it's a slack a- emoji now. <laughs> It was wonderful. Is
0: it really? <laughs> it is. Oh yeah, you can use it on our Slack channel. That's so no, funny. Search
1: when you do
2: a react. Search Rainbow Karen. It's under Rainbow Karen. Okay, yeah. amazing. <laughs> I know on on lyrics Slack there is um, uh, is it possible to learn this power? And then there's <laughs> another one that is, not from a Jedi. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> which is so iconic oh <laughs> uh, that's good yes that's
0: really that's really great
2: oh my god and then we they did one concerts. they were so fun um i think that was kind of what we all needed was like mm-hmm, fun honestly
0: cool. and yeah it was a fun way to kind of get back into performing i don't know about you guys but i had i'd done like a couple of like one-off things over the summer that mm-hmm. you know had been fine but it was really fun to do that and sort of get to sing what we wanted to sing and uh, yeah. we put together a program that was kind of themed, uh, but it was a lot of just like this is
1: we're sad and we want to sing this, we uh, started literally. a pattern of it. making Emily sing in her chest voice for every concert. It's well, like, some
2: of it was making her and some of it she was like i'm doing this yeah, <laughs> i mean, I, mean it I don't
1: think anybody
0: made her
1: well it <laughs> was suggested. she, was she just didn't resist yeah um but yeah Lesser. she's saying you'll be back for that one and and julia sang
0: um good old-fashioned love story oh my gosh oh perfect for julia and that yes.
1: was the first debut of poor unfortunate souls if i remember
0: uh i don't think so i think that was the um that was the, the disney um, concert princess. yes yeah yeah. A fairy tale concert. So was that was next, the next
1: one we did, um, one
0: which Karen set up.
1: Yeah. So my mom is the managing director for a branch of Christian Youth Theater in North Idaho, and they. It was really sad for the kids. They had to cancel, or they had to cancel their show. They had been set up to do um, a community production that summer mm-hmm. that you know they weren't able to do. So to be able to reach out, we actually had one of the students um do a guest appearance and do a sing along of Let It Go at the end what was really great for me for both of those concerts, one, it wasn't a ton of pressure. I was like, I'm just at home. I just have to go downstairs, plug my speaker in and sing these songs that I know and love. And then, uh, to actually get feedback from an audience that were like, that was really fun. Thank you for doing that. I learned something cool. And I think we, I mean, we all stayed long after the concerts to, to talk afterwards just because we really missed that connection. Except and was me, the- who
2: was in the hospital. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. I was so bummed because I would like to say, for the record, that I am such a big fan of Frozen and Frozen Two that I definitely and I have an I have two Elsa costumes now. But at the time, I had one, and I have blonde hair. Like I would. But,
1: but you will get your your Frozen moment. Yeah, we'll do it. Thank you. I appreciate that. So following the Disney one, we kind of started thinking, okay, how can we play more with this concept? What did we learn from before? The Disney one, we did have a couple people pre-record their stuff, and then we found, "Oh hey, wait, that was so much better. That's so much better, and it gives you know us as performers so much more freedom to play with that. And what was cool about that is it really opened the door to just start getting creative with our performances it was like it doesn't all have to happen at once we could play more with backgrounds we could play with you know kind of effects um so by the time we got to halloween which was our next one which if you don't know you're gonna know now is emily chris's absolute favorite holiday and she is oh, been the of iconic holidays. yeah she's the queen of halloween and uh she went full jack skellington oh, for the concert and amazing was, her and her chest voice again you know? yeah <laughs>
2: Really stunning, but also one of my favorite performances from that concert was Alana. Like, oh yeah. my goodness, she
1: really brought down the house with the, poor, unfortunate, with poor
0: unfortunate, souls. unfortunate souls. Yeah, that was a lot of fun.
1: It was already great, and then the second the arm came out with <laughs> yeah. the oh the my god, it was, it was iconic. Yeah. Well, that was the thing, we all
2: just wanted to have fun, and I feel like that was our most. I mean, I wasn't there for the Disney one, but like. Um, I feel like that was the one that I had the most fun with just cause like I got to sing a musical theater song that I had been listening to nonstop. And like, I got to go do crazy makeup and like play with backgrounds and like just sing without caring. And, um, oh my God. And me and Emily did a little priest. Little priest. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good.
2: Oh my God. It was the best. And it was just like that feeling of everything felt so dull and so uncertain and so weird. And then it was like, you know, some of your favorite stuff, just do it. Like, I feel like in the classical music world, it's always like, well, you can't sing that. Well, you shouldn't really sing that. Well, it's not really applicable here. What's your musical theater selection? You know, but no, I just sang Belty, so And then I sang a complete
1: character piece. Like, who cares? Well, and the other thing with that, too, is that like, we all felt valid in that performance. Like, we all got that same feeling of, you know, performing for an audience and having fun just singing and being together in that. And I think a lot of times we also have this idea of kind of gatekeeping ourselves where it's like, well, if we're just singing some songs, this isn't really a real thing. But we're doing yeah. it. It's a thing. Like, just yeah. the act of of doing.
0: Guys, remind me, when was the first concert that our number one fan... Um, started coming to
1: Jeremy. Jeremy, Jeremy
0: uh, bless him.
1: shout out Jeremy. <laughs> shout out to Jeremy. Oh, I don't know. I think was it was it Halloween. Christmas? Okay, it was, it was. Was it Halloween. Halloween? It was Halloween because he suggested that we do a Disney one, and then we're like, well, oh, we just this, did it, yes, and
0: we had just done it. You're right. So you're there right.
1: you go, Marty. We're Halloween. gonna have to do one anyway, just for Jeremy. Well, good. I have the exact
2: dress that <laughs> <Alpha> <laughs> has on during Show Yourself. So the rap practically picks itself. Um, <laughs> holy crap. So yeah, then we did a holiday concert, which I think all of us
1: pre-recorded for.
0: Yeah, for that one yeah. we did because we oh switched my God. Over from Zoom to YouTube.
1: Premiere. Halloween and holiday were both completely pre-recorded. That's when we started incorporating. Halloween was a little bit
2: mixed. Halloween was mixed. Oh, Halloween
1: mix. was mixed. It was still on and Zoom. And it was live. Right? Emily
2: was still, like, switching Emily was, between users and
1: stuff. That's right. Yeah, yeah. and, and like, he,
2: like, going to share
0: screen to live. Yeah, Why? Oh, my God,
2: chaos. And, like, I felt it was just, like, a really good concept. But, unfortunately, just, like, there's too much tech involved. And we're just humans. Um, <laughs> but I thought the holiday concert was, like, so smooth. the epitome. It was so smooth. Maddie was so charming as the host. And, like, so we really leveled up. A, we leveled up and it was just the look of it, like Anna did such a good job with like the intermission look and like the little Coco by the fire thing and it was just like a perfect mix of pop things and like classical things and some humor and some sad and some serious and like, I, I was so proud of it. Yeah, and
0: there were some Same. like full on music videos going on. <laughs> I mean, everybody
2: again, Emily in her chest voice singing the Grinch. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was great with her little Grinch
1: onesie. Uh, oh my God, adorable! So I cool. had a lot of fun with um. As long as there's Christmas, Even Alex. Well, yeah, because Sean was, you know, Sean had all of his camera stuff, because he's really starting to get more into film. And so like, we used to make videos all the time as kids for book reports and other things. So it was really a kind of a fun flashback. We went down to the park and filmed all this stuff. And I now have like my favorite gif of Alex and I just like jumping when I get off of the slide. Uh, I felt ba- so bad for Alex because I'm like, oh, we don't need sheet music for this. We can just hear it, not realizing this is 90s R&B and you have the harmony. I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> Y'all killed it. That was so much fun. It was good. It was good. Well, and then and that, that, that was, was our first YouTube premiere one. So we were Which all commenting. Format. It was great because no, we, we can, were able. We can chat. Yeah, the chat function is one of my favorite things now because one, we got to really connect with our fans during the concert. We got to have the live reactions that you th- just don't work as well on Zoom. And also the p- opportunity. It's like, oh, if I can't make it to this one, it's on YouTube. You can go see it whenever. Yeah, go watch it. I remember
2: like, one of my best friends, Jess, um, was like, oh, I'm not free at that time. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, nah, dude, you can watch it. You have no excuse. Out of this. <laughs> yeah, you have no excuse. <laughs> I'm like, Jess, you got notes, you have to watch it. She texts me like two days later. She's like, I just watched your concert. I'm like, oh my God. And I remember um, for that premiere, we all watched it at the same time. And I was in Omaha visiting Ryan and we had like his two screens set up and we were watching the concert on one and in the chat on the other. And then I was on my phone texting all of you guys. And I was just like, and then well, I was the like beers. Oh my god! Yes, it was well. It's so cute too because now that we don't have to do any work during the premieres, we just get to pump each other up.
1: Yeah. That was the weirdest thing because I still did one live one for Halloween. Now that I think about it, so the Halloween yeah, you did the first time. Yeah, like, I think I it was you
0: and me were the only ones that back
1: ones and, for Halloween.
2: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it so cool. we're just like
1: there, someone finishes a song, and we're like, oh my god, yes, Julia, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, and then we did, we're doing the after party. So we did a Halloween party afterwards. Yeah. We were in costume. I was particularly proud of my Ruth Vader Ginsburg <laughs> costume. I was so drunk by that point.
2: too. I, it. I had chugged like two gin and tonics or maybe three during the concert so by the time we got to the after party i was like So guys i'm beetlejuice
1: <laughs> and then uh we did secret santa at christmas we did.
2: We did. that was oh so God. fun and got me the best gift A book of female
0: composed (laughs) songs. I did. It did come like a month late because right (laughs) before I went to buy it, my credit card got stolen. And then because it was the holidays, it took me forever to get a new one.
2: Oh my God. The worst. I
0: nearly ruined it. But Um, uh, it got there eventually.
2: (laughs) Guys, hot take. I feel like we should talk about planning the season another time.
1: Yeah, I mean, Do we, we spent a lot of time just talking about 2020. I think we could spend as much time talking about 2021. I hey, think it gives so. us another episode, right? Oh my God, hashtag yeah. content.
2: Oh my oh gosh. gosh. <laughs> well, I think we wanted to wrap up. Karen had the best idea and go off.
1: Yeah, so this time for a wrap up for this episode, um, it's now officially Women's History Month as a Ooh. company dedicated to the promotion and empowerment of women. It's like, well, this is our every day, but March is special. So I wanted to ask you guys, what are you doing to honor Women's History Month?
2: Can I go first? Because I think Alana's is better than mine.
1: Go off. Okay. <laughs>
2: Um, so it's it, I'm just super excited for Gaia Gala.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We've been working on this show, mainly Karen, Julia, and Emily working on Gaia Gala, and I'm so lucky to be part of it playing Persephone. Um, oh my god, we'll talk about it later. I was so excited. But um basically there's the most Marnie piece that we programmed, and it's written by a woman. Karen, I'm the worst. I forget her name. What's her Ania name?
1: Lockwood is the Ania composer. Lockwood.
2: Yes, thank you. It's literally sitting behind me on my, on my music stand. It is an eight minute unaccompanied piece that sits on a low A most of the time. And it's the most rad text of like, um, I release you fear. And it's just so empowering. And I don't know. I like this whole year. I haven't been singing a lot and this is such a me piece and like the exact thing that inspires me about music and to have it be a piece by a woman it's like inspiring me to practice every day and like really look at the score and like
1: what exactly she intended and it's well the really cool thing too is that the poet for the piece is um a native american woman too. Yes. Which just adds, like, this whole other, and that's, uh, Joy Hario. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I I remember finding that piece and just being like, I showed it to Ryan and I was like,
0: what is the name of this piece?
1: I give you back. I'll send you the link.
0: Please do. I'm very excited. Or I could just wait till Gaia Gala and listen to it in Cito.
1: But Alana, it literally starts, (laughs) I release you.
0: I
2: I release release you. you. It's
0: so cool. I release you. Oh, I I don't know why I heard I really see you. But I really really see you. you. I (laughs) I
2: really see you. That's awesome. But anyway, that's that's how I'm celebrating. Women's month. That's wonderful. It's, It's been it's been really empowering to like want to sit down at my piano and like practice again. So
1: that's really saying something considering the last year, like. Yeah, man, I haven't sung at all. (laughs) Which is fine. That's not even, that's just completely false because we
0: just talked about like the. All the stuff we sang? All of the concerts we did. You're right. I'm going to not. That you were singing on.
1: I'm going to not discredit myself.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You are valid. It was real. It was real. Alana, what's your thing? I really see you i really
2: see
0: <laughs> that was really silly sorry guys i'm no, um, so good uh, yeah so women's history month woohoo i'm um, gonna gonna enjoy my 80 cents for every dollar uh that yeah. my, my men make uh, absolutely i just finished i did a recording for a, a unitarian church up in the northern burbs um recording one of the arias from the virgil thompson gertrude stein opera uh the mother of us all Uh, i didn't know it was
2: gertrude stein
0: yeah oh so it's it's one of his gertrude stein operas um so uh i i like gertrude stein a lot i love gertrude stein yeah me too i love really like oh i gotta read i read that one yeah i'll 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 read that one um i love gertrude stein because it's like it's english and then you're like wait a minute it sounds like english and then you look really close and you're like those words do not make a sentence madame stein what are you trying to pull over
2: here (laughs) what are you playing at
0: yeah so i I really like gertrude stein um but i just sang one of the pieces from that opera um for this church uh and i dressed up like susan b anthony uh which is wait say that again i dressed up like susan b anthony um which is funny because i just had stuff in my closet so that'll just give you dear listeners give you an idea of my wardrobe that tracks so much lots of black it's all black you know what Uh, that just
1: reminded me of is one of the things in suffragette summer was hashtag side eye susan (laughs) so we're gonna need you to remake that costume and really sell that yeah, anytime,
0: anytime. I like Susie Anthony. I know she's not all good, but I, I think that she's very human. And anyways, we can get into that'll this have another to be time. an episode. Yeah, that's that's um, art,
1: man. Like that's humanity.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating stuff. Anyways, um, but also I I um I'm doing um the second song slam competition in Chicago, um, and we're recording this Saturday. Um, and it's this new music competition, uh, where it's a singer, a pianist and a composer, um, all get together and the composer writes a piece and then we perform it. And then, um, when it was in person, uh, everybody would vote and whoever it, w- it was like a la poetry slam, I think. So whoever gets the most votes wins the competition. Uh, but obviously they're doing that virtually this year. Uh, but I'm really excited because, uh, I'm working with a, a female composer, um, oh God, and cool. a, a female, um, pianist and we're one of the, I, I haven't looked this time, but last time we did it, we were the, we were one of two all-female teams. Um, and my composer was only one of maybe four female composers. So I'm, I'm excited to, to dig into that.
1: Represent. Oh my God. Amazing. That's so cool.
2: Karen. how are you honoring women?
1: <laughs> uh, well, I devoured this novel that was written by a woman this last weekend. I think I'm going to make it my goal for, besides my audiobooks of Tolkien that I do um, in the car, <laughs> and uh, when I'm going to bed, uh, my novels that I'm reading, I'm going to go with all female authors. Oh, oh, um, and and the other so cool many- thing, I know, I, I have a huge stack of books. I joined Book of the Month Club last year. And I got a little eager and then law school applications happened and I didn't read. And now I'm like, I have time again. Uh, but the other thing I'm doing, uh, this other group that um, that members, the founders are also from, that we met at Roosevelt in our master's program. They um, have this group called Stand Up for Equality. And they're hosting a conversation panel on the 26th of this month. We're going to be discussing different um female poets and poems that they selected. We're going to talk about them. They're also um, doing a conversation earlier in the week, uh, a review of the movie, Knocking Down the House. That's on the 21st. And then I going to be part of the panel on the 26th. And I mean, as much as I love music, nerding out over text is like my MO. I get <laughs> that. Like why I like vocal music and why art song is my jam and all that stuff. So I'm really excited to be able to be a part of that. Um, what's their thing
2: called again so we can like plug it you know yeah stand up for equality stand up for equality awesome yeah sufi yay
1: for short yeah so i'm really excited about that
2: that's so funny because julia is part of that um is it a religious group sufi
1: yeah they're totally different things but that's so funny julia and this sufi they actually um just published one of her poems on their page Oh, yeah she's one of their featured poets and again you'll see this um in the gaia gala and when we get to flute eventually uh one day and if you check our blog posts on our website julia is just an incredibly gifted and beautiful author um so definitely go check out all of her stuff and be excited for what's coming from her soon we're very very lucky to have her
2: yeah that's and if you don't already go um follow us on instagram follow us on facebook check out our website and um i smash the make- like button and
1: subscribe on youtube <laughs> smash that's smash the one like- thing i'm trying to like stay hip with is they all say smash that like button so you know who the, you know Hulk who that's from smash. i
2: think is <laughs>
1: i think that's
2: from Sophia Nygard. oh does anyone know who that is use no. like an ex-YouTube, or an ex-Buzzfeed person. And I've made the ending of this podcast incredibly not smooth. Thank you, everyone, for listening.
0: <laughs>
1: we'll, we'll <cut. laughs> Tune in next week for
0: Cracked Glass, a Valkyrie podcast.
1: What are we going to talk about next week, Alana?
0: Oh, um, well, if we're still going to do um, uh, introduction to music history. um unless you guys want to talk about the 2021 season next week instead let's do history. great awesome that'd be awesome because it (laughs) will be it'll still be march of women's
2: women's, yeah no that's perfect
0: yeah so next week we're going to dive into some uh classical music history um but we are going to strive to not talk about any dead white dudes aka dwds Mm. Um, there's
1: going to be a sound effect i haven't decided what it's going to be yet but it's going to be great I
0: feel like, like it should gon- be like a sad trombone.
2: Just cut all three of us trying to do that sound right now together. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the- do you guys like
0: remember? A- when during there was like a time period when every all of the Valkyrie meetings in every single one, somebody would go. Bah, 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 bah.
1: That was the thing was- for a long time. Oh my gosh! Bah, 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 was that Maddie? probably? it I seems definitely like Maddie
0: remember Emily doing
1: it but or Emily right started yeah started it oh my like god every
0: meeting it happened at least
1: once so well it was the same our... <sighs> it reminds me of our first semester of grad school when Maddie taught everyone how to floss
2: oh <laughs> oh I have so many drunk videos of that
1: <laughs> on
2: my snapchat wow well let's wrap this up thank you guys so much for listening and
1: we'll see you in two weeks Yes, uh, our next episode comes out March 30th. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.